0: guys we're back for another exciting episode of the hashtag wednesday match play and tonight we're going way up in the air because we're doing videos and pictures from the sky now i am kind of getting obsessed with drones we have a drone here at tiburon golf club and scott our our director of building maintenance is obsessed with it and he's always out there flying it whether it's over a member event whether it's flying over the golf course what have you i've flown it a couple of times and quite frankly i know nothing about them i just know that the content they produce is awesome so when i got the opportunity to meet and to bring this gentleman and this this brand onto the show i was just chopping at the bit to be able to learn more about the drone footage they create and then scott from eat sleep golf said that they used to produce this footage with helicopters and i'm like wait a minute what? So we've got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. We're talking about drone footage mostly. They do a little bit more than that, but we're going to dive into what Premier Aerials is all about. So please welcome Brayden Hansen to the hashtag Wednesday matchplay. Braden, tell us who you are, what you do, and what Premier Aerials is all about.
1: My name is Braden Hansen. I'm I have a company Premier Aerials. And like you mentioned, we used to shoot golf courses with helicopters. Um, it was very expensive. It was very loud um i could really only shoot major metropolitan areas because we just couldn't afford to get helicopters to some of the remote more remote um, locations which there are plenty of really good golf courses that are kind of off the beaten track so about four and a half years ago we kind of made the switch and to start using drones um, it just opened up a whole new window for us Um, number one it's less expensive the quality is actually better we're shooting in 6k at this point uh i don't even know what 6k is like 4k i can't even watch what's 6k nobody can even really use it right now i mean but that's the quality there and it's it's actually going to go to 8k at some point so you know within the next couple years you'll instead of a 4k tv you'll probably have a 6 or an 8k tv which the resolution is just is crazy but you know, one of the benefits too, is being able to just, I can reach courses that I couldn't reach and do business with before. Um, I can also shoot a course um, for less money than I used to. I mean, it used to be almost 10 to $12,000 to to get a helicopter out and shoot video of a golf course. It's just crazy expensive. Not too many courses had that really at their budget. Now, you know for less than between two and three thousand dollars, we can shoot high res videos, stills, do all the editing, um, and everybody kind of wins from there. And we've that's gone awesome. to some pretty, pretty remote places now, too. I mean, if uh, if I can get a car there, we can shoot your course.
0: That's cool, that's really yeah. cool. And we've done a couple of different projects with drones here at Tiburon. And I don't know if you're familiar with Tiburon in Naples, Florida, but it's a fantastic property that just it's it's three miles from the beach and literally it's an unbelievable golf course both courses we have 36 holes here and they're completely different golf courses one course on the black course you feel like you're in like the tall pines of of georgia south carolina north carolina area then on the gold course you feel like you're you know palm trees and deep sand traps and like it's just a completely different feel right And they're both you know gold course here black course there and we haven't done a ton with drone footage but enough to get me excited to want to do more and when I had the opportunity to get you on this show, it was, it was exciting for me to kind of learn more about the technology and how you're doing what you're doing. So what's your role with the company? Are you the founder, the CEO, like what's your I, I'm role? The
1: founder, I'm, I'm the founder, CEO of Premier Aerials. I do have a couple other uh, drone pilots that work with us. Um, we have a small editing team. Um, I've been shooting golf courses for over 12 years. We have a library of over 1400 golf courses nationwide, it's, 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 it's huge. Um, not that's not all HD video flyovers, but high-res stills, we've done stuff for PJ events, US opens, uh, the Ryder cup, when it was in Chicago. Um, I just recently had a, a drone audition, if you will, at Pebble beach. So that was pretty exciting. Um, and we, we just shoot all over the country. Uh, I, we're the only approved, licensed, insured drone vendor for Marriott Golf. We, we jumped through a lot of hoops to to get that, um, but it was well worth it.
0: That's um, really cool. Well, for what it's worth, Tiburon is owned by Host Hotels and Resorts, which is an affiliate of Marriott Golf. So there you and go.
1: there's, there's a Ritz-Carlton there too, right?
0: Yes. So we have a Ritz-Carlton yeah, so- Golf Resort right next to the golf course. And then three miles down the street, literally as crow flies, is the Ritz-Carlton Naples, which is literally on the beach. So it's all part of what we consider kind of the Tiburon campus. So,
1: I'm a big fan of Marriott properties. I really be
0: am. be a big fan of Troom properties because Tiburon is managed by Troom, sure. which is my employer is. Right. We'll talk about that here in a little bit of what Troom courses you've shot. But have you ever crashed a drone? Like I've seen videos on Twitter and on YouTube of drones just crashing to their demise. Does that ever happen? I don't
1: even like. I don't even like to talk about it. No, I, fortunately, <laughs> I have not. Um, okay, I've up, been. Up. I've been in some uh, dog fights with hawks and osprey. That's kind of nerve wracking when you see them coming after you. <laughs> That'd be weird.
0: cool though, right? Like the footage, maybe. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I guess. I actually, I was just uh, Champions Gate down in Florida, and I was flying hole number ten, and these two big. I don't know, Pelican, something, dove right in front of the – I mean, I, I didn't let up, but I didn't see him coming either. But it's on the footage. It's pretty amazing, awesome. amazing stuff. So, no, I mean, we, we're, I've been very fortunate. Uh, I've seen people put drones in the trees. I come across golf courses. They're like, oh, you know, we have a member that has a son that's going to do some work for us. I'm like, well, if that does not work out, Which please not Please keep my <laughs> name and number, and we'll see if we can help you out in the future. But, yeah, there's been many a drone stories of, you know, up in a tree, going out to sea, never coming back. I've heard them all.
0: That's awesome. So how many courses have you filmed? I mean, you got 1,400, but how many have you done, like, in the last, let's say, last 18 months of actual legitimate drone footage? And then I guess part two of that question is when these courses hire you to come in and take that footage, what are they doing with it?
1: Uh, we I probably have give or take 125 courses. you know video flyovers of every hole stills. Um, courses use this footage for all kinds of things and some of the main things are you know getting uh, footage out on social media. We also create when we shoot a golf course, we shoot uh, HD videos, all the facilities tennis. Uh, we do these call out videos, which you can see on our website, which we, um, we do f- exclusively with for Marriott or for the Ritz Carlton properties. It's, it's really pretty cool because as the drone is flying by the property. Um, you can literally have things popping up on a map instead of having just like a, a generic drawing that's on the website, but it really gives somebody a good feel of what the property has to offer before they even go there. Uh, social media archive archiving um, the just the development of the course I have several courses that probably every two or three years we're just reshooting it because they're continually making changes to either bunkers or trying to go back to their original uh, design Um, courses use the pictures for member guest tournaments just all kinds. Of, I had a course in New Jersey that literally took maybe 30 by 40s and laminate them to all their tables in their in their pub. I'm like, great idea. I mean, this That's is cool. You get you get done with a round of golf. You're sitting around the pub. You're, you're looking at home. Like, well, you know, you, you're just talking about how, how that whole played out. That was kind of a unique thing. We do a whole one shadow boxes um, with the images. We actually, I've done three separate whole one shadow boxes. Where the golfer got two whole ones in one round,
0: that doesn't cr- happen very often. <laughs> Do
1: you know how often that happens? Probably like three times in in like life. <laughs> About seventeen times a year worldwide. Are you serious? I was blown away. I, I when I the second time I did it, I started doing some research, and I found wow. that out. I, mean, I would cr-
0: never think that.
1: I just thought seventeen ever. Yeah,
0: but I would. Seventeen ever would be a lot. Yeah. I would think
1: two in one round.
0: I just want one. I'm not I'm not being I'm not being uh, you know, selfish here. I just want one. That's so what's your selfish. travel schedule look like? Are you traveling all over the world or are you kind of just doing local stuff? Like kind of what's that look like?
1: Uh, we I was down in the Dominican last year uh, with PJ Magazine. We were fortunate enough to go down there with them and shoot uh, Casa de Campo, Punta Espada, all the all, all the major courses there in the Dominican which if you've never been to the Dominican Got some amazing golf courses, absolutely amazing. Um, Mexico, Hawaii. Last year we also I was up in Alaska. That was pretty phenomenal. That was just it was a long shooting day. Sun was up till midnight. (laughs) So that's cool. Yeah, it was really kind of a cool place to go shoot. They have some pretty good golf courses too. They don't have a lot, but they do.
0: So do you get to play these courses that you shoot? Like, is that part of the deal? Like, I mean, I think you got to it, work it out, out. It can be,
1: it can be, you know, I usually wait for golf courses to, I mean, with my schedule and I have a, a young daughter at home, doesn't allow for a lot of free time, but I usually get invited for most, for most of them. That's cool. So, so
0: what's the most you've ever spent on a drone? Cause drones are not cheap. You paid like 10 grand for one or what's the most? I have
1: have not. uh, My, the drones I'm using right now are around $6,000 and I have two of them. You know, I usually bring both Just, God forbid, you know, as as a backup, especially when you're traveling, like maybe in the Dominican, you want to have something that you can fall back on. Just glitches. Things happen. You know, whether it's, you know, software, um, maybe a camera issue is you just got to, Make sure you're you're covered in that aspect.
0: Are you shooting anything but golf? Like, are you doing like you know like travel or lifestyle or real estate or is it just golf? Is that all your uh, part? it's
1: not just golf. Ninety percent of it is golf. Uh, we do some commercial real estate. We're getting more into um, some resort properties. We've done stuff for like water parks. That was pretty interesting. Um, in Denver, I do i we're based out of Denver and I was downtown shooting just a couple days ago and trying to get some video of a high rise. That was being built before the, the winds kicked up and we've had some pretty windy weather in Denver the last couple of weeks is trying to get that in. Wasn't that easy, but, um, I've done some stuff for some railroad companies, which was interesting. Um, but for the most part, yeah, golf courses. That's cool. Yeah. So let's go back to the helicopter.
0: That can't be cheap. And when you're filming with a helicopter, like what sort of planning has to go into that? Like that's a bananas thought process. That And, and I, I say this. So at Tiburon, Greg Norman designed both of the golf courses here at Tiburon. He's at the property, not a lot, but he's here every now and then. He hosts the QBE shootout here at Tiburon, which he's here every year for that. And I, right before I got to the property, I, I learned that he, right when the gold course had been remastered, he wanted to see it, so he flew over from Jupiter. It's a quick jaunt, you know, just right over the yeah. Alligator Alley, as they call it. I've still I've been here for a year and a half, and I haven't been to the other coast, so we're gonna fix that sometime next month. But he jumps over. He always lands on on nine fairway because he just likes that landing spot. Gets done talking to the general manager and says, "I want to see the golf course." The GM's like, "Oh, let's go get you a cart." No, I got it. Walks to his helicopter, gets up tree line, and just buzzes over the golf course. Like that's freaking cool, right? But that process from your shoes—that's got to be expensive. This gas has got to be expensive. Like this, the noise, as you said, it's got to be crazy. So, what was the what was the experience like utilizing a helicopter, and how much better is it now utilizing drone technologies?
1: It was—you know—riding helicopters is pretty fun. Riding in helicopters with doors off, maybe not so fun. It's windy. Um And it is expensive um, and it is loud, especially for if there's, you know, below. A, if you've ever been below a helicopter, it's loud and windy. And it's just, uh, the great thing about the drones is I can put a drone where I can't even put the helicopter. Good point. Um, I can put it between two trees. Um, there's just the, the, the benefits outweigh the using a, a real helicopter. Um probably the trickiest place we ever shot was in Bethesda, Bethesda country club, because it's inside the no fly zone in DC and everybody that was involved had to have background checks. Um, It was just, it was really dicey where we could go, how long we had, we were under the gun. They were giving us like a, a 45 minute window to be in there, which, you know, you can do it, you can do it in 45 minutes in a helicopter and a drone takes a little bit longer, but you know, the, the quality is just is much better instead of, you know, crabbing down a fairway um, unless you're using a nose mount. The footage is just much more steady. The quality's better. better. Um, and like I said, I, I could put drones where I couldn't put a helicopter. I mean, a helicopter is not going to be hovering two feet above a tree. Yeah. Um, Probably not so, the safest thing to do. Exactly. So...
0: So what course have you not shot that is on the top of your bucket list? Like what are the courses? I mean Augusta probably you said you were at Pebble like but what are the courses that you just really
1: want to shoot? I've been waiting to shoot Augusta. And I've been waiting for the right introduction and I met the, the guy that got me the the audition for Pebble Beach is Augusta's right-hand man. He goes there for 6 weeks before right leading right up to the Masters and at the Masters. So He's trying to get me in with him this year to, to do work at Augusta. Because he has so many shots that he's like he's he's dreamt about. He's like, I just could get in this position. Well, with a drone, we can. So fingers crossed, maybe you'll see us at Augusta this year or, or right. producing something for Augusta.
0: That would be cool. I've been invited to Augusta twice, and for whatever reason, and I, the, the list of reasons play? Is, is long. Not to play, just to go. And what's funny, so a gentleman that used to work for Troon in the corporate office, I'm sitting there having lunch with him one time, and he tells me about the first time that he had played the golf course. And long story short, the very first hole, he's playing with three guys that he's never met before, but he's kind of got the in, right? And he's playing with a member, these members. And the first hole, he, he he's a good player, like a real good player, like probably a one or a two, maybe even close to scratch or better. And he says in the first hole, he lands the ball in the cup. Well, I've done that in my life, and when you do that from the field, from the fairway, the cup tends to explode and the pin tends to break because that's a lot of, a lot of you know, typical right. yeah. force, right? So that's what happens. He says that the pin snaps into the cup explodes, and he's like, I just eagled the first hole at Augusta National. What do I do? So he's walking up there, and long story short, he says that the member that he's, that he's with, that's like he's the guest of, looks at him, and he's like, well, I guess we're done. And it's like he's like, oh, I didn't know what to say, I didn't know what to do. And the guy's like, what? What do you? Mean? We're done. He's like, I'm just kidding. They'll fix it. Like it was just <laughs> no big deal, right? But like to imagine that you just made an eel on the first hole at Augusta National and you're getting like you're getting kicked off the course. Like the drama that that might have <laughs> been. But but no, I've not been. I've not played. I've not seen. I've not even felt. And I if I'm gonna go to the tournament, Tiger has to be there, and I think has to be in contention. And until. This year, I thought that I was almost maybe out of time, but now I think I've got another five, seven, ten, maybe even ten years that he could be in contention if he stays healthy. So I've not been there yet. It's gonna happen. I've, the lady that had invited me, she said I'm gonna. The first time I said I couldn't go because I didn't have any PTO left, and she said, "Okay, I'll invite you again." Like three years later, she invites me. I can't go because I couldn't get the time off, and she said, "I'm gonna invite you one more time. I'm not gonna tell you when it is. I'm gonna tell you the week before the tournament." And if you come, awesome. I'd love to have you here. But if you don't, I'm never inviting you again. So if she calls me this year and says, hey, you have to be at Augusta tomorrow morning, I'm going to be like, see you then. Like, I'll figure it out. Like, I can't risk losing that connection, right? Uh, right. And she's sure. played the golf course 10 times. Like, she just raves about it. So it's just a matter of the right place at the right time. And same with you. I think you'll be shooting that before. Uh, before I-, I hope so.
1: I mean, that would just be a feather in my cap. I it really I would. I would think I'd made it. So, what about the old course? I played the old course just a few months ago in Scotland. Like, are you? Have you been there? Have you done that? No, but uh, at the PGA show this year, I talked with a company that uh, has forty golf courses in France, and we're at discussions right now about you know doing a basically a tour around France and shooting all their properties. So, we'll see if that happens.
0: Well, there's a Troon course in France, so make sure you hit that one. There's there's not many in, in Europe, but we've got the Grove in, outside of London. We've got one in France, we've got a couple in Spain. I mean TRUN's in thirty three countries worldwide. So we'll uh if you go to France, we'll make sure that to add that one to your list.
1: I'm actually in Vale, Colorado right now, and which and right down the road is uh, Cordillera. Which is so the a, three courses of Cordillera.
0: I've not been, but I've heard it's just you hit a driver and it goes 400 yards like it's nothing.
1: Like The summit course is just amazing. I mean, there's holes that you're literally above the tree line. That's awesome. I mean, it's it's it really is beautiful in the summertime.
0: So the color call-out section of your website, what's that?
1: The the color call-out? Yeah. Oh, well, that, that's, the, that's the video where um, the first one we did was at the Ritz-Carlton at Grand Lakes. And they were working on, you know, mapping their property. They have a JW Mary out there, a huge convention center, and then a Ritz-Carlton. So we literally just flew the drone past the whole thing. And we probably had close to 30 or 40 different things pop up from steakhouses to different pools, the spa, the uh, lazy river, you name it, that stuff popped up. And it's just, it's been, everybody's asking us, how, how do we do that? Can you do it for us? Uh, we're we're doing the same thing for the Ritz at Dove Mountain down in Tucson. Nice.
0: Yeah, I know that property well. Gallery yeah. is right next
1: to that. Yeah. Yep. We shot, well, shot both of them or both properties.
0: Nice. Gallery is a former trim property, and I've I've played both courses there, and it's I th- I think I like their practice facility and their fitness center and just the vibe of being there as much if not more than the golf courses. So
1: that's really cool. Did you happen to see any of those wild hogs?
0: So funny story. I lived in Scottsdale for five years, and Never saw a javelina. I wanted to see one so bad because they're the cutest things in the world. And I've heard they stink. I get it, whatever. They're cute. And then I go to the year before we move, I go to was like a petting zoo. It wasn't a petting zoo, but they're animals and I can touch them. So I pet them, right? Like it's a petting zoo in my world. And where it's not quite in Tucson. It's just before you get to Tucson. And there were like four of them in the pen. And they were literally as asleep as like I thought they were dead. They were so asleep. So I've seen Javelina once in my life, and they were asleep when I saw them. I couldn't get close to them. I couldn't smell them. Like, my Javelina experience was was dismal, to say the least. <laughs> and then I've got people that are taking pictures of them, like, in their backyards. And I'm like, that's not real. That's planted. Because I've seen them at a zoo, and that's it. So, no, I've not seen them. So rub it in. that I lived there for five freaking years, and I never saw Javelina.
1: There actually, there's a, I'm trying to think of it's hole number four at the gallery. Um I'm trying to think of what course it was. There was a herd of them, and when I showed up at the at the gallery that morning, like at five in the morning, there was thirty of them in the parking lot,
0: and what? I was just—I'd
1: never seen one, and I'm just like, they "What so is cute. this?" I love them. Oh my I, god! They're not like not in the middle of the night at five in the morning when the place is dark, and then they're eating all the flowers. And
0: well, yeah, I, like, I, mean, I didn't want to get my cars cars super car. Super dangerous too. Like the humans, if you like, you get close to the young, they like freak out, but. Yeah, my, my aunt and uncle used to be pig farmers, so I've got a soft spot in my heart for pig-like animals. And one of these days, I'm just gonna like meet one. Like, funny story, like totally side project, like for Christmas. Okay, so I like javelina. I am obsessed with otters because Facebook has got these pages for otters. They're the cutest freaking things in the world. So, long story short, and I happen to have it right here. I got an otter, not an actual one, but my girlfriend adopted an otter for me. So. Somewhere out there, I have an otter, and I've got a picture of this. That's my otter, right there. There you go. It has nice. nothing to do with javelina, but it's in the same conversation. So I may not- Well, real, real
1: quick, when we were up in uh, Moose Run up in Alaska last year, they basically just turned me loose on 36 holes. And they're like, hey, when you're down between nine and 10, you know, make, make sure you make a lot of noise. I'm like, what? And they're like, well, there's there's a river. So there's moose, there's bear, <laughs> there's- that's what i said i'm like i don't have i don't i don't carry weapons so <laughs> i don't make a lot of noise <laughs> I, i'm singing i'm whistling and i'm just flying my drone just i got in and out of nine and ten pretty quick just wow that's and I did. Awesome. I, we saw a bear we saw a moose all from afar which is the perfect place to see that's them. the best place to see stuff right like exactly
0: are way over there yeah so you have a blog on your website. How often do you blog? I'm a blogger. I've tried to blog as much as I can. What's the, what's uh, the blog process?
1: That's just something we started doing just over the last uh, maybe six months. And we just when we go to interesting places like Alaska, we like to throw stuff out and just tell a little story about you know what we saw or what we did. Include a couple videos, maybe some pictures. But that's yeah, we're we're definitely beginning you know more hands on in the in the social aspect. We tweet a lot more than we used to. Um, Scott has certainly uh, kind of helped in in that area. So, yeah.
0: So I saw a video from the Weston Kierland Golf Club. Now, a couple of things. That course was right across, literally, I could walk there from the corporate office where I was for three years in Scottsdale. And I had the lowest round, and granted, it's a resort golf course. The fairway's all sloped to the middle. I get it. My lowest round of golf that I've ever shot on 18 holes was at that golf course. So it's got a very special place in my heart, right? You shot some drone footage there. What other trune courses have you shot? Like Troon North, Kapalua,
1: Wink Wink? Uh, we, we, we didn't shoot Troon North, um, unfortunately. We, you know, we talked to them about it. I think they had already had some stuff done. So we just went across the street to um, Estancia and shot their course. No, I'm, um, I'm trying to think so, of some other Troon I'm courses. Not played that one. It's not Troon, but whatever. <laughs> no, I, I've um,
0: heard of a special place though.
1: I don't. I don't work with Troon as like a whole as a management company. It's more on the individual course basis. Sure. I'm just trying to think. Um, throw a few other ones out there.
0: Fairmount, San St. Andrews, um, Stockton View Golf Resort in New Jersey. Um, Kapalua in Hawaii, Princeville Makai in Hawaii, Madeira's Golf Club, Indian Wells in California. I mean, we've got 250 plus golf courses worldwide. So it's throw a dart, and you've probably been to some of them. But
1: you know, I I would say we've probably shot maybe 20. Just okay. I, I'd have you know on our website, if you go to our course library, it breaks it down by state. We even have a map on our website, and it lists um, all one of my web guys, he's like, Hey, I got this cool add on software. We can literally list all of them, all their addresses and it'll, it'll flag everywhere we've shot. So that, I mean, you can, you can just highlight them that way as you know, as well.
0: So I didn't tell you before we went live, this was going to fly by and like, we're already knocking on the door at 30 minutes, but I got two more questions for you before we jump to the back nine. But, Scott, you mentioned him. You have a good relationship with Scott. He was the one who introduced me to the company. Scott with Eat Sleep Golf, the presenting yeah. sponsor of the hashtag Wednesday Match Play and the presenting sponsor of hashtag TheOven18, which is the fifth anniversary of this year. Very excited to be bringing that to Southwest Florida at Tiburon this October. Scott is always really good at providing questions. And when he sends me questions, sometimes I'm like, I should wait for him to send them because I don't even need to ask them because he sends so many. But he at, so I wrote mine tonight before I got his and like four of his were the same of mine, but this one relates to, I had lunch with the gentleman that runs this company, but you have a strategic partnership with Gallus golf. Talk to me a little bit more about that relationship and kind of how that works for you and for them, because that's not the same kind of model. So, what, you know, it's um, Jason, who's the
1: president CEO of Gallus. I'm, met him probably around six years ago um he was just kind of getting started in the app golf app business we actually created a couple apps it was way more th- than what we were pre- really prepared to do on a, on a large scale um and we have just kind of kept a touch over the years and within the last year they use google earth as their video flyovers and if you ever see google earth i mean i'm gonna, ragging on it, but usually Google earth is filming when leaf off and courses are not looking good. So you're not really getting glamor shots on your flyovers. And when they kind of came across, we started, um, shooting courses that they had their, their app was at our videos integrate right into their app seamlessly. And it's just been a, a great partnership. You'll probably see something on the golf wire in the next couple of weeks about, uh, the new uh, partnership that we have with them and it's just, it works great. We market their app, they market our services, and it works for both of us. So it's it's definitely a win-win, and I couldn't be happier. They have a, a really, really good app. That's awesome.
0: I had lunch with him uh, before I left the corporate office, and I even remember where we were sitting, where I was sitting at the table, and I'm not sure I remember what I had, but I bet it was a bento box, because it was a sushi place, so I have a <laughs> feeling it was a bento box. Now, um, let's say Tiburon Golf Club. Let's take it back to, to my my area. Let's say we want to hire you to come in and do 36 holes. We want flyovers of all 36 that we can throw on our GPS, or that we can throw on social, or that we can throw on our website. Or one, we're not going to be able to prove an ROI necessarily. So that's what the general manager is going to say: is How does this money that I'm spending make me money? And what's it going to cost? Like super nuts. Like what's it going to cost to bring you to come do 36 holes edited? in and out the door for everything.
1: Well, typically we charge between 2500 and 2995 to shoot an 18 hole golf course. And that's HD video flyovers of every hole and your facilities which include the clubhouse, pool, tennis. Sometimes it's um, you know where the the superintendent that that yard is. Um, whatever they want shot. And we edit it and we also do high res stills of every hole, fully edit those, and then we create you a 30 to 60 second promo video. So between $2,500 and um, $2, $3,000 per 18. 36 holes since we're already on site. Um, sometimes we can get it down to you know nineteen ninety-five per 18 hole. So maybe four grand. Um, that, that, that's the ballpark figure. Okay. Pretty, pretty now,
0: close to that. Now, are we paying travel? Or are we paying food? That's it. I, I,
1: I cover. I cover everything. I, it That's gets cool. me there. Yeah. Uh, when cool. I do work with like places like Marriott, um, they usually just offer to put me up. I gladly take it. Um, especially when there's Ritz-Carltons involved.
0: Yeah, we're we're a grand a night at the beach resort. So let's just go ahead <laughs> and throw you in the presidential suite down there. That's ten thousand dollars a night. Yeah, no no big deal. <laughs> Well, that's uh, what's funny about that, it's good timing, because over the last few months, we've been talking about that. We've had a couple of companies approach us to do free footage, and the quality is not quite where we need it or want it for a Ritz-Carlton. We work 295 dollars plus 300, 310 to play 18 holes. So it needs to be Ritz-Carlton quality, true quality. And we've not seen that yet. And the quality of what you're producing is. Just this week, I've had a conversation with my general manager that we had a company offer to do it for free. Well, it wasn't free. We had to do a lot of things along with that to make it free. And the decision was to not do that, that we could go out and hire somebody to do that. And I'm thinking, based on what I've seen of your quality of work, and even after talking to you, I'd think that an 18-hole course would be a $10,000-plus project. So to know that you might be able to shoot 36 holes and all the other stuff that you do for darn near half that, that, don't get excited, but that puts you at the top of the list of when we decide to do this, of who we're going to call. So hopefully we're doing that in the next, you know, three, six, eight, ten 10 months, because I, I think we need it from a, from a, just a sheer marketing perspective to have it. We have two brand new golf courses. Both golf courses have been remastered in the last 18 months. It's time to get that footage. And yeah, we have it on our GPS that shows you the whole flyover. Well, what, what do you want. use for GPS?
1: Are you uh, visage? Uh, visage? Yeah. Visage. Yeah. I'm actually talking with uh, them and Greg Norman's company about implementing our video flyovers into it. I'll I'll forward you uh, a video link where we superimposed one of our videos on this golf cart that Greg Norman's, you know, playing with. I'll forward that to you. Please do. And I
0: don't know if you're familiar with the Shark Experience, the new GPS stuff. So this might be breaking news, but just literally today, I was informed that all golf carts at Tiburon Golf Club. We were the first course in the United States to get it at all. But we are getting 100% of our golf carts are getting fitted with the Shark experience. So I don't know if I just broke some rules there by announcing <laughs> that here on the hashtag Wednesday match play presented by Eat Sleep Golf. But if I did, I'm sorry because the cat's out of the bag and this might go viral, but that's okay. And the experience is really cool. I mean, they have both speakers in the car. It carts. really is.
1: I mean, I, I, I talked to them um, down at the PGA show and they would give me the full demo. So, I mean, it, just implementing the, one, the courses that we've already shot, which is, is quite a few of them. Um, I'd say we probably have 40 courses that overlap where they could literally just put that HD video fly in. I mean, you know, one of the things I, I mentioned to them is to help sell you know, our services. Greg Norman always loves to say, before I ever take a swing, I visualize my shot. And so when you see these animated flyovers, I don't think Greg Norman is at, or visualizing his shot as a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's the real deal. Okay.
0: Well he that's, that's cool. That's cool that you're in those conversations and, and I can see how this would all tie together. And I think the price point that you've got and the conversations I've been having with my GM and I'm not gonna promise anything, but when those conversations that's not if it's when those conversations come up when I say, Hey, we need 36 holes of flyover video content that I think it makes sense to have you come down to, to do that for that price point. So that's good to know. So awesome. now a couple of things, one, my wine glass is empty. So that means <laughs> it must be time for the back nine. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. This has been fantastic to learn more about the company and learn more about you and what you're doing with the video content, the quality of content. I'll make sure that I post some links down below to the different videos that you've produced for the different high quality golf courses that you've shot. Let's hope to add a couple of more Trum properties to that list, Tiburon being Love one you. of them. But before I let you go, we have this segment called The Back Nine. It's just nine fun, random golf questions, all about you and, and your golf game, and maybe a little bit about your, uh, you know, I'm drinking wines and I would white wine. That never happens, by the way. So my, uh, my role at Total Winamore, I work a couple of nights a week at Total Winamore trying to learn more about wine. In my journey to becoming the general manager. So if I can learn more about wine, they feed me wine. I get 12 bottles of wine per month just to drink. Okay, twist my arm, sold. I'll take your free wine. Sign me up. It, yeah, right, sign me up. So let's uh, let's jump into your back nine. It's just nine fun random questions. You ready? Yep. How many different drones total do you own? Six. Okay, now you, you have to play golf. You said that you play some of these courses that you shoot. What golf ball do you play? Uh, I play Titleist. Good man. I've been trying. I have been, I have been trying so hard to switch. I was playing the Expert on golf ball, and I, st- I. That's a good golf ball, by the way. I've never heard of that. My buddy from um, from Facebook sent me a dozen. It's a really good golf ball. I got some Bridgestone that I tried. I- the Callaway I've tried. Like I'm trying so hard to switch, but. The probably one, I mean, it's got, it's right here. It's got a special place. Yeah. So I'm drinking wine. Let's have a drink because it's not quite bedtime. I have to go pack because I'm leaving soon. But let's have a drink, beer, wine, whiskey. What's your poison?
1: I love beer. Being in Colorado, it seems like the craft uh, beer place, the capital of the world, seems like.
0: We're going to um, talk about that here in a couple of questions. So I'm glad that you brought that up. I'll, I'll
1: throw out my, my favorite is from the Avery Brewery. Out of Boulder, Colorado, legit. Delicious.
0: Those guys, their barrel aged series, Uncle Jacob's, and <laughs> they've got some dumb good beers. Their bad beers are good, so yeah. I'm glad that you said that, and I'm jealous that you live. I close love, to I love a good bourbon too. All right, no, but that, a bourbon barrel aged beer—that's like the best of both worlds, right there. Right, right. So there are a lot of golf movies out there, but what's your favorite?
1: Uh, I'd have to say. I, oh. A sleeper, dead solid, perfect.
0: What is that? I've
1: never heard of that. Oh, it, it was. I'm trying to think of what year it came out. Uh, Randy Quaid was in it. Um, HBO like made it. It, it was. It's it. a great, great movie. And there's so many little one liners in it. Like if you watch it and you talk to somebody else, it's like Caddyshack. People that know that movie, you know, people Caddy call Shack me bad here, but not to my face.
0: Abigail Gilmore was right when I was getting into it. Ten Cup was right there, like I. But yeah, not what. So you're. What's the name of that again? I'm gonna download dead, it. Watch dead it. solid, perfect. Dead solid. Here, I'm gonna text. I'm gonna download that right now. You'll love it. You'll love that movie. That's fantastic. So Randy Quaid's in it. It's from HBO. You said
1: yeah, it, HBO made it, and when they made that, they were calling it the the truest sports movie ever made. Because wow. it's about a guy on tour and how he struggles, and then he kind—I of, mean—he kind of has a tin cup moment in it Ooh.
0: as well. Oh, so, I gotta see oh, uh, you'll, it! Oh, you'll—you'll love it. So, who is in your perfect foursome?
1: Oof! Perfect foursome. Alive uh, or dead? Oh, alive or dead? Alive or dead? Hmm. You know, I'd probably have to say. I'd love to play a round of golf with Jack Nicholas. When we shot Castle Pine's golf club, they said they're gonna try to get him to do the voiceover. And about nine months went by. I'm like, it's never happening. And then one day I I opened up my inbox and there was all the video or the audio to fly over. It was pretty cool. That's that's cool. So that uh that would be one, Jordan Spieth. I would love to play around of golf with him. And Tiger. 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 Tiger's tiger. there, sure. Why not? I mean that that would be amazing. Uh, okay, all right. I,
0: not, not that I was trying to convince you to yeah. say that, but <laughs> what is your favorite
1: major? Um, hmm. I, I would probably say Augusta okay. Masters. That makes sense. Especially I find myself, you know, going out of my way to to watch that.
0: So. Denver has one of the best beer scenes in the country. I think San Diego might have an edge because of the number of breweries in San Diego. Asheville has got a pretty legit scene, too. That's So we go on a European beer trip every year and a domestic beer trip every year. And this year, our domestic beer trip is to Asheville. We've done San Diego five times. We've never done Denver, so I need to do that. That needs to be, like, maybe next year. But out of all of the breweries you mentioned, Avery is your favorite. What's a sleeper? Like who's the best brewery that nobody's ever heard of that nobody's talking about in Denver?
1: Uh, there's one. It's called Upslope. Upslope is legit. I just, yeah, you know, yeah, maybe it is. I I'm trying to think of uh, somebody else that. So you've, I mean, you've heard of that one, right? yes they can um,
0: they when I was in Arizona they were distributed to Arizona
1: um in New Belgium's not new anymore you know fat tire that was big for a while I used to drink a lot of those ninety shilling um, good beer, yeah classic style trying to think of I don't know really know a lot of sleeper beers I mean it is they're everywhere in Denver I mean everywhere you go there's always beer tastings and um I just haven't mastered the sour beer.
0: I am obsessed with sours. There are three, maybe four brewing companies in the country that make a good sour. So if you if you haven't fallen in love yet, you haven't found the right sour. So it's a
1: very unique style. It is, and it usually takes a good two or three sips to kind of get it going. Mm-hmm. I, I realize that, but it's, people love them. I just haven't fallen in
0: love yet just not there all right well we'll, <laughs> we'll get you there i'll yeah. make sure of that. so now we've talked about tiger a little bit you talked about jack i i am tiger's biggest fan i mean he's sitting right above me he's all around the room he's watching over he's listening he might be watching right now as far as i know so <laughs> do you think he breaks jack's record why or why not and be careful how you answer this as tiger's biggest fan asking this question
1: I don't think he'll get there. I'd love to see him get really close because I think it would make it just really interesting. He swings so hard. I just – I don't think his body – I think his body will break down before he can do it unless he can completely change his, his game, which he's changed a lot over the last few years. Um, I just don't see it. There's I mean, just so much torque. If
0: he can stay healthy from now at 42 – until 48 and the base and the shape that he's in today at 42 I think he can compete especially at Augusta and St. Andrews and in Scotland until he's 48 if he stays healthy for the next six years does that change your answer
1: it does I I think if he if he stays healthy he'll get his game back to where it needs to be and get that drive for sure I, I think it's possible I I'd like Chip to see it.
0: It'd be good for golf. It would be great for golf. You're absolutely right. I had Chip Essick on this show last season, and he said that if Tiger wins one more major, that he's going to break the record. That's all it'll take is one more chance for him to get back into motion. That he can do it, right? Based thought how he's played, just the two events that he's played this year, he's playing again at it um and uh, what's he playing in next? I mean, a tournament he never freaking plays in. He's playing in that. Like, it's just it's interesting to see him play in these events. And I've always said that if and when he comes back, which he's coming back, this year is not about winning tournaments. This year is about reps. Playing four days in a row, getting the reps in, playing, yeah. competing, showing that he can still make birdies, making putts. And, you know, you got to think, the first tournament that he came back in, he finished in the top 10. The second tournament, he finished top 20. Granted, he missed the cut when he played at Riviera. But, hey... The dude the dude's out there, he's grinding and I think he, he wants it more than maybe ever. And I think that once he gets that sniff of of getting close to victory, I think that it could be A little be, blood in the water. Yeah. I think that it could be the biggest comeback in professional sports if he can come back
1: and I think it. I agree with you. I think if he could get one more major, it would put him in the right mindset. Like, yeah am I g I'm I'm back. I got this.
0: Your final question of the hashtag Wednesday Match Play presented by Eat Sleep Golf is: What's next for Premier Aerials? Like, I mean, it sounds like you got a lot of stuff going on. You're looking to shoot more courses. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Tebron, <laughs> what's next for you guys?
1: Uh, currently on the schedule, we're going back to Scottsdale. Going to be in San Francisco and San Diego. Those are the next three. In Florida, getting ready to.
0: What are you shooting in Scottsdale? And what are you shooting in San Diego?
1: Um. In San Diego, I, I, I don't have a, a firm list. We'll probably be shooting about four or five. Uh, one of the properties there is it JC Resorts. Okay. They have several courses. So we're just talking about you know which courses they would want. Do they want all 18? You know, We also do a signature hole package for some courses too where they just have three or four hole shot. And then they can do a nice little promo video and put, put that out there. Um, Tory Pines, if, um, their course gets kind of back in shape by time we get there. Um, San Francisco, I have a good relationship with the Olympic club, uh, Harding park. Those are a couple right there, Florida, you know, all, all the Marriott properties, which, you know, Ritz kind of spells over to Troon. So hopefully we'll be down your way. How'd you guys come out with, from the hurricane?
0: Uh, we left, personally. The two of us left. We went to Macon, Georgia stayed with a very good friend of mine, Brandon Stukesberry, who's been on the show twice. When he releases his next book, he'll be the first guest in the history of the show to be on three times. So look for that history being made right here on the Hashtag Wednesday Match Play. Uh, we had 145 to 148 mile an hour sustained winds here at Tiburon. The eye literally went over Naples. Um, We had about 1,700 trees down, lost about 1,000 roof tiles on our clubhouse. Our pub flooded, our golf shop flooded, our banquet space flooded, and we opened the Tuesday after the storm. So we were hit real, real hard. Um, The biggest worry that we had was the storm surge. They were projecting six to seven feet of water within 24 hours of the storm. That did not happen. We had about three feet of water. Um, I've seen pictures that were not published for the reason of we don't want to publish them for that reason of the golf course. So when you're standing at the clubhouse, looking out of the golf course, you've got hole nine on the right, green lake, 18 lake Ritz. Like there's a lot of water. Well, the picture that I've seen was from the different angle from the, the Ritz Carlton. And it was, you would never know there was a golf course there. You would think that you were in a beachside hotel. Like it was just three feet of water everywhere. And it's crazy, one, how well it drains down here, and two, how hard our team worked. Um, 24 hours a day, we had crews working. Uh, the tree cleanup is still going on. Um, yeah. not, as, not as hard as what it was when we first had the storm, but it's still happening. Um, because we have to measure every single tree that was down for insurance purposes, top to bottom and circumference before they can chop it down and take it away. So that's another, that's
1: another great reason to have your core shot just from an insurance documentation standpoint. Um, I I was called like three days after the hurricane, Chris majors at the rookery in Hammock uh, Bay. Hello, rookery. He called me up like at four o'clock in the afternoon. He's like, and, and several of the Marriott properties, had called me, you know, wanting me to come down there and he, he trumped them all because they, he, they were in the worst shape. And I took a red eye, flew into Tampa, drove down, shot it, you know, shot it just for insurance purposes. You know, and was back home within 24 hours. Wow. But That's it was, the, the carnage was unbelievable. I, mean, I just, can't
0: imagine. We were in Macon and we had 60 mile an hour winds and the city shut down like you'd never seen anything like it before. Yeah. I'm like, like, guys, try harder. We got buck 45 down in Naples. Like, try a little harder
1: here, guys. But there was a divot from a coconut. That was so big. I have a picture of it. It would have killed somebody. If that I mean oh, I believe that. It was crazy. I believe that. Yeah. But uh hey, I can't thank you enough
0: for coming to the show. It was great meeting you. Great having you come on to talk more about what you do with Premier Aerials. And I, I really hope we can find a way to work together here at Tipper of I... Trim Properties. It's been awesome. I know that you have a relationship with Eat Sleep Golf and Scott Stevens over there. So yep. glad that he was able to get you on the show and I know that you're not at home, but you're still in the mecca of craft beer in the United <laughs> States. So I am out of wine, so I guess a beer is next. So I'm going to go see what's in the fridge and what's cold because I have a flight tomorrow morning. So i got to figure out how I can how I can have a couple more before bed. I still have to pack too, so don't worry about waiting until the last minute like I did. But <laughs> this episode is going to be available on YouTube. It will be shared to Facebook, Twitter, Google+, the Google Plus Golf community. We're just about to hit 27,000 members. In the google plus golf community so a lot of growth potential there it'll be on itunes and google play in a podcast form anywhere you want to see it just look up the hashtag wednesday match play presented by eat sleep golf look up premier aerials you'll have links in the description down below as always on the hashtag wednesday match plays you have to remember to eat sleep golf